Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to an all-new episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. All the way from New York, once again, is Isaac Bayer. Isaac, how are you doing? I'm doing well. You've said that line three times now. It's the third time I've been on. I think you've said all the way from New York. Uh, I think you've said that three times in a row, actually. It's New York, New York. Now, it's not the it's not the Big Apple. It's not the big city, but you do live in the state. I don't know. How, how far away do you live from New York? I'm uh, it's like two hours, a little less than two hours. But but if someone ever asks, you say, I live... More like, more like four hours with the traffic. Right. And But if someone says, hey, where do you live? You say New York, and they say, oh, New York, and you don't say anything after that, right? Well, that's true, but whenever you, whenever somebody asks you, where do you live, you don't say, oh, I live in Murray. You say, I live in Kentucky. Well, you, or like Murray, comma, Kentucky. Yeah, well, have you ever, ever heard of any city called Saugerties? That doesn't even sound like a real word. What, where do you get that from that standpoint? What are you saying? I'm saying I wouldn't say the name of my city to someone in public if they didn't know, because that would just be pointless. Okay. Like, can, oh, yeah, Saugerties, New York. That. I have no idea where that so is. So you're saying... You're I'm saying, saying why I... waste three syllables... When I could just not say anything and just say New York, and they say okay, because that's all they care about. Right, but and what and what you're saying is, if someone, if a complete stranger, came up to me and said, "Where are you from?" I would just say, "Oh, I'm from Kentucky," and then I might even describe a certain region of Kentucky that I'm from. Yeah, when somebody asks me where am I originally from, I say Western Kentucky. Right, and that and people are like, "Oh, Bowling Green," and you say, "I say, no, oh yeah, have Western you ever heard Kentucky. of Louisville?" Yeah, nowhere near. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the best way to do it. Now, uh, of course, you are on the show today because DJ is on probation uh, for some for some actions that that took place last week. And uh, of course, uh, here at here at this podcast, I don't want I don't want someone to come on and think that they can just do whatever the hell they want. And I really I really made sure to tell DJ uh, where the line was and how he crossed it and how he can continue uh, the podcast. Uh, in a in a more family friendly, I, w- I wouldn't say. Excuse me, what'd you say? You say you wouldn't say family friendly. I yeah, I would say I would say family friendly. Okay, I was gonna say it, it pushes probably a PG thirteen rating. So we're talking like and I, and I, like Mad Max Thunderdome line, is what we're. Well, that's not a. I don't think that's an example that a lot of people would understand. But if that's if that's how you understand it, then that's perfectly fine. But we do have uh, we do have a, a sort of interesting topic. I know that you might have even wanted to talk about diners. I know you're a big diner guy, uh, and that might that might even be a future topic. But uh, we do have an interesting topic, and, and we've talked about it and discussed it. And I'm not entirely sure where to start with it, but I do just want to go ahead and lay out some of the rules that we had. Okay. Um, on on the podcast, which of course you've been on a couple times on the podcast, we start to. We start to discuss a topic, and we try to That's cover correct. about ninety-five percent of the topic. And and of course, that the rest of that percentage is for study groups, uh, potluck dinner groups, uh, individuals who listen to the podcast by themselves. I mean, heck, we've got we've got someone that sent us an email, and I would really like to give him a shout out. But is there a, a listener email? Do what? A listener email? Yes, it was a, it was. Someone from yeah. that listens to the podcast, and, or like you know, text. And we program. don't, we don't get a lot of emails, and I'm just, I'm just being honest. Okay. Yeah, well, you got that email from that potluck group, didn't well, you? Well, yes, of course, we get, we got the one from Naples, Florida. Um, That's a big first step. It's a huge first step, and there's, there's plenty of first steps that we have to take whenever we're, whenever we're doing this podcast. 
but what what I really wanted to do was just give this person a shout out because they they really sure. voice their opinion and that's what we want anyone that's listening we want you not every single episode but if, if you finally listen to an episode and you have something to say send an email send us send us something on Twitter we really want just to be able to hear hear the audience and because that's why we're doing it for the audience these people are wanting to enjoy uh, this this thing that we're doing this this podcast but anyways there's a there's a guy named stanley can't you know if you don't know how to use if you don't know how to use email if you're too if you're too much of a millennial millennial yes excuse me hey you can always dm on their twitter account okay real big fan of their twitter account they post some great polls all right you have to listen to the podcast you listen to the whole podcast the 30 minute podcast and then they post polls about it and you can vote in them. that's 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 audience interaction that's what so that's what a, a listener or a viewer strives to have in a relationship with the creator. I couldn't have said it better myself. And I'm I'm not getting angry at the at the audience, but I do believe that for the most part the people that vote on our polls do not listen to our podcast. And the funny thing is, I'm afraid that's the problem. And the funny thing is, I'm calling these people out, but it doesn't matter because they don't listen anyways. <laughs> but let me just get back to that email because we got an email from what you could call a super fan. He didn't give us where he is from, but he did give us a name, and his name is Stanley Round. And he says, hello, Quinn and DJ. Of course, DJ is not is uh, not here for the moment because uh, of probation, but he said, hello, Quinn and DJ. My name is Stanley, and I happened to cross your podcast quite by accident while searching for the Artist Laboratory Theater Podcast. Now, is that a, while your abbreviation... Is that a plug for the Artist Laboratory podcast? Are you trying to? I'm not. Are you trying I've to never listened to it. The Artist Laboratory podcast viewership using your audience? No, in no way am I. This is this is the email straight from Stanley, and I'm just going to go go ahead and read the whole email if you don't mind. <laughs> Sorry. While your abbreviation is AYNTK, this particular podcast has episodes titled AYNTK, which is he's, he's talking about the Artist Laboratory Theater podcast. And that stands for the same phrase. I have to Stanley go on, goes on to say, I have to say I've listened to a few episodes and I am pleased with the content you produce. The main reason I've sent an email is twofold. First, I disagree with many of the buffet points you made. Of course, the last episode we were talking about buffets. Uh, then he goes on and says, second, I agree that hotels should be a topic. And he, so he was really rooting for hotels to be a topic this week. I don't know if he follows us on Twitter. Stanley, if you're listening, you can go follow us on Twitter. It's AYN2K. Uh, or I think underscore a y n two k underscore. So, uh, but then he says, any case, you should be proud of what you're doing. Keep it up. Regard Stanley Round. And just to have a, a an email like that is just is it's heartwarming almost. I, I just really enjoy having that there. You wish you had more Stanley Rounds. Oh, I wish. I really wish. If there's more Stanley Rounds out there, start shooting emails. Start sending Twitter DMs. But Isaac. What what we really need to do because we're kind of dancing around uh, the topic. We haven't. We still have not started on the topic yet. That's true. Seven minutes, and uh, well, you know, we're just we're just out here and, in left field. And let me know if you are comfortable with this topic right now. Are you comfortable talking about this? Yes. You're extremely comfortable because some people might find this offensive. The upcoming topic for this episode. Yes. Are you asking me if I'm comfortable with it? Yes. Some people think that in the news right now, with everything that's going on, this might not be a topic that we should discuss. But I think here at AYN2K, we're going to push through that envelope because today's topic is dinosaurs. 
It is coined the land before time when the dinosaurs roamed the earth. And it's it's just such an interesting thing to discuss because I know every time I go to a museum, the one thing that I'm there, and of course it would be a, a natural history and science museum, you wouldn't see dinosaur bones at an art museum or, or anything of that Air that and nature. space. Yeah, they're probably not air and space. No, probably not. Yeah. Whenever I go to a museum, the first thing that I'm interested in is the dinosaur exhibit. There's there's just something so fascinating about the size of the creature that used that it used to be. Um, of course, there's the question: what happened to the dinosaurs? And we'll and we'll hit on that. But there's just so many th- places where you can just kind of ask questions. There's so many. I think there's a lot of unanswered questions about dinosaurs. That's right. And the most in, the most important question that I'd like to ask is: what is your favorite dinosaur? Oh. Well, I'm gonna. I have, I didn't really think about this beforehand. I wish I w- I had an answer ready for you. But if I'm I putting had, you on the spot. If I had to make a guess, it'd probably be the dinosaur that they did in the new Jurassic, the Jurassic Park reboot, the one that had would had the one that has camouflage. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. Smart. Well, that's an, and that's not an actual dinosaur. So you're going with more of a uh, a fictional dinosaur. Yes, and I'm I'm now thinking about my answer, and I'm afraid. I've too uh, prematurely led us into the Jurassic Park. You know, maybe even a brief discussion about Jurassic Park might have been in order. Which, which will be which will be hit on soon. But I, what I there's just so many dinosaurs because you've got you've got the Stegosaurus, you've got the Brontosaurus, you've got the T Rex, you've got the Ford Taurus, and I just I'm not sure which one would be my favorite if I had to pick one. Well. There's, if I had to pick one, I th- more of a Nissan guy myself. One, I, okay, well, if I had to pick one, I think I would go with the Stegosaurus, or the Triceratops. I don't know. It's just such a hard, dis- it's such a hard decision to pick out a favorite. I'm, but the Stegosaurus would probably be my favorite, just because he's he's always. It always seems like he's just chilling. I'm curious though. Would you agree? I would not agree with that as my favorite, but I do agree okay. that he's always chilling. However. I am curious, though, to know exactly how many dinosaurs that you know, because you just spouted off maybe four or five, and that's generally any, you know, in the general populace, that's like the scope, the full scope of knowledge of dinosaurs is probably those five or six, you know, maybe you forgot the Velociraptor or something, some of those tiny ones. No, Velociraptor is my favorite, man. Velociraptor is by far the best one. Now, see, that's, that's what they had in those Jurassic Park movies, and, you know, those are... Those were a big hit, those guys. Well, I think what you're trying to do is call me out and test my knowledge about dinosaurs, which... That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Which, let me just point out, is absurd because my knowledge of dinosaurs probably uh, withstands any test of knowledge that you could throw at me. So... I I take that I take your question and say do you know any other quest or any other types of dinosaurs and I am slightly offended and I am confident in my knowledge of of naming off other dinosaurs and I don't have to do that right now to prove that to you okay of course and and you know what that's completely fine and I uh, yes. I accept that response now but, now, now DJ you said your favorite Oh man, was Velociraptor. The, the Velociraptor. Named after the pure velocity behind the Velociraptor. And because the Velociraptor comes from the Latin root velos or velocity, and then the raptor comes from the Latin root for uh, sharp, 
claws. Yeah. And so it all goes together. The velocir and then the apter. Man, you hit that right on the nail. I know. Gosh, you hit that right on the nail. You really did your homework. Well, it's funny that you say that because I did not do any research before this podcast. Is this common knowledge to you? This is, I know, I do know a lot about dinosaurs. Born, I, born with an inept knowledge base. Yes, of dinosaurs. And oh. and I think it, and why I have such a, a large depth of knowledge of the dinosaur creatures is because I'm so interested in them. And Isaac, let me ask you a question. Do you think that the dinosaurs were as mean as people make them out to be? No, I do not. I think. I think that they were probably meaner. You think that they were worse than Abs- how the media portrays them? Yeah, without a doubt. You know, and they had feathers. Have you heard that scientists beginning to think that these dinosaurs had feathers? They were, you know, they always say more closely related to birds than reptiles. Yes. Yeah, Tyrannosaurus with feathers. Now, of course, the feathers would take away from some of that uh, Ter- terrifyingness. Yeah. Okay. Terrifyingness. The feathers, if you if a big creature ran up to you and had just a lot of feathers, you'd say, like, oh, that's kind of cute or, or something that's like that. Like, it just looked like a big ostrich. I a think big that, ostrich would bite your head off. That's right. The media, I think, portrays dinosaurs in a way that I personally don't like because the Tyrannosaurus Rex could have easily just kind of walked around and, like, tried not to bother anybody. Perhaps if another Tyrannosaurus Rex came up, they could have some kind of conversation of course they can't communicate with each other because they don't have a language it actually they might no one knows yeah they could have had a language and spoken to one another and we wouldn't know because they lived such a long time ago here's the thing us as humans we're going off bones that's all we're going off. so how are we how are we to say that they didn't like the tyrannosaurus rex yes he might have been the life of the party back then, you know? That's, he, yeah. Everybody's just having a get-together, eating some eating some grass or, you know, trees and bananas and whatnot. And here comes T-Rex numbers like, yo, T-Rex, what's going on, dude? Yes. And, of course, we can't talk about the T-Rex without talking about his uh, very short arms that, that the T-Rex has. And everyone knows that the T-Rex does have a lot shorter arms than, than his body would probably, you could say, need. Yes. He probably needs a lot longer arms, Maybe. but of course he's got Maybe. those two. I'm sure that's one of his insecurities. You know, everybody's got insecurities about tiny body parts. You know. All right. Well, like I like I said, I I think that I think that's pushing the envelope on the PG-13 rating. But I did enjoy that, and uh, this is a this is a, a podcast where we take serious topics and we talk about them and discuss them in a serious way. Uh, and if something funny does happen along the way, then of course that is loud, and that was that was a great bit. But I would say that since someone else is already on probation, and if you get put on probation, Who? then I'll have to talk... Do what? Who's on probation? Well, you were. Oh. Yeah. I did not get that memo. Well, you just... Uh, I was in the middle of this podcast, and you came in and sat down and started talking. So I, I, I think I missed your email. Yeah, well, that's my fault for discussing or, or communicating with you through email because a lot of people send text messages, make phone calls nowadays. Right. Uh, I just hey, you, you know, get I get the same beeper? time. I get here every time, same same time, same week, unless yeah. I hear otherwise. So. Well, did you check your beeper? I, I did not. I did not check my see, pager. That yeah, your Duh. pager. I sent you a thing on your pager. But, okay. But let's get back to. Uh, let's just go ahead and. Which one of your Jurassic Park films was your favorite? Well, I can tell you what which one was my least favorite, and that's uh, the second one. I think it was called uh, the Lost. Is it no? It's is it the Lost World? I think it's just Jurassic Park Two. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Jurassic Harder. But I. I do say. I would say that nothing can top the first one. 
Jurassic Park by itself, I think if they would have stopped at that point and not made the other two, then that that franchise would be would stand alone by that that first movie and it would be fantastic. Which one's got Vince Vaughn in it? Is that the first one? No, it's I'm fairly certain it's the second one. Or maybe the third one. He's not the I, first one. That's my favorite. You're I didn't even know. Vaughn I'm a fan, huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Vince Vaughn, and I had no idea he was in the Jurassic Park. I, well, it took me by surprise because I didn't know it either until I saw it one day. I was watching. I didn't have anything else to do. I was sitting yes. on the couch, being a couch potato. I was like, Vince Vaughn is in Jurassic Park. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and watch that. Which is very interesting. And that was a great question, Isaac, but it was a little off topic because I kind of just want to go back and unpack the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. And so I would like to kind of... I would. you want. You want to go into here? I would like to discuss the things that would that he would not be able to do. He or she, because we're not assuming gender. But what are some things that the T Rex would struggle to do because of his his or her short arms? Well, if we're keeping it PG, yes, he wouldn't be able yeah. to write or draw, or he brush w- his teeth. He wouldn't be able to write or draw, brush his teeth. Um, he would probably have trouble playing tennis. I don't think that he or golf. Anything that involves a, a lot of arms, he would he wouldn't be able to confidently do. Of course, I, he could try. You know what? He's got fairly short or oddly shaped legs too. So really, the tail is his best bet, and so he's not going to be able to do anything like like baseball or um, probably not going to be able to wipe his rear end very well. That's true, and scientists have. Have discovered that T- the T Rex mm-hmm. was the only dinosaur that tried to uh, wipe the feces away from his uh, tushy. They were the clean ones. Yes, and put a they put a large star on cleanliness, other than more than other dinosaurs. Absolutely. Uh, is yeah. there anything? Is there anything else that, that you guys don't think he would be able to do? I don't think he could eat veggies. I think scientifically they determined that he couldn't eat veggies. That's right. He is a. Uh, do you want to say the word the word for the, what a dinosaur is that eats meat? No, no. I mean, if you want to, you know, earlier we had that conversation about your your dinosaur knowledge. And I don't want to take away from bolstering your. Well, that would be what you call a carnivore, which is which is somewhat a dinosaur or an animal that exclusively eats meat. Uh, the herbivores eat only plants, and omnivores eat both. So if you if you take away something from today's podcast, right there, dinosaurs, well specifically T Rexes, wiped uh, wiped their butt. Right there, vegetarians. Yeah. Oh. And do you think? Okay. All right. Never mind. Do you think vegetarianism started with the dinosaurs? Um, I hope not, because I like dinosaurs and I don't like vegetarianism. And that's like finding out your favorite actor, you know, is is really a terrible person in real life. Hmm. That's true. That is very true, but but let me just go ahead and unpack something real fast. Just kind of, I really just want to just put my beak in there. Just really wet your beak. I just really want to wet my it's beak. All, oh, I love wet idea. my beak. Go ahead and wet your beak. On this idea that I just had, a brontos, a bronchosaurus is a bronchosaurus a dinosaur? Yes or no? <clears throat> let me let me clarify. You've just said the word brontosaurus, and then you've asked me, is a bronchosaurus? A real dinosaur? Yeah, I thought a I thought a bronchosaurus was just a dinosaur with bronchitis. That is exactly right because the bronchosaurus was commonly known to have respiratory issues and problems. Uh, it we would often have a hard cough, one of the hardest coughs in the Jurassic times, 
and it would it would extend a mucus out out of its mouth and nose that was almost unbearable for other dinosaurs. And of course, that mucus would get in other in, in on the plants and on the ground and other things of, like that would be around a common dinosaur. And so the Bronchosaurus is of course a dinosaur that had respiratory problems, or as some people say, bronchitis. And that's where we get bronchitis because the Latin word for bronch. Yeah. It, yes, the Latin word. But let me just say. For for a dinosaur that was a herbivore, are you telling me that if there was just meat laying out, they wouldn't eat it? Yes, I am telling you that. Why is it that, is it some kind of pride that they have? Is it a self-control that they try to practice? Let me ask you something. Okay, perfect. When you go outside, you're taking a hike, okay? You look, you look out. As I often do. You look over and you see a tree. The tree's just got some leaves hanging mm-hmm. on it. You're going to go up and eat those leaves just hanging on that tree? Well, that's what the dinosaurs did. That's what a herbivore would do. No, 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 no. Let's backtrack, okay? Okay. Before you get off topic here, would you eat yes. those leaves? Personally, because it's not within uh, the the common the common things that I would eat, I would have to say no, because I feel like there's not a lot of people that would just take a leaf off of a tree and eat it. Right. Okay. Why not? Because they're hippies. You eat salad. Oh, I'd eat a salad. Yes. Exactly. But what's the difference? So it's just a crispy kinda, green. I just want you food. to wrap wrap this back to my question as to why a a dinosaur that is a herbivore would not eat meat that was just sitting out. I don't. I think you were trying to kind of uh, tiptoe well, around that question. Well, actually, if you would have let me finish my analogy, he just doesn't think it tastes good. Okay. So it's a preference thing. It's it's not anything to do with dietary restrictions. Yeah, I'm more of a beef guy than a chicken guy. So. But those are both meats. Yeah. Nonetheless, that you're still a. Uh, would be considered an omnivore, or in that case, if you just True, ate. But I don't eat cauliflower either. Cauliflower. Cauliflower. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that reminds me of the sponsor for today's podcast: the dust behind the TV that you couldn't get to. Wrap. Get out that duster, Buster. Dust behind the TV. You like pledge? Do I use pledge? Well, uh, I don't want to. For wood and other surfaces. I don't want to mention pledge because. Of course, that's not someone that's sponsoring our podcast. Hey, if Pledge wants to give us money, we'll mention them as many times as they... Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, to an extent. There, right. there's Obviously, there's boundaries there. But if Pledge wants to holler at us and, and throw a sponsor our way, then absolutely we... Of, of course. But until then, no, we are not endorsing... Of course. It's the dust behind the TV today. The dust behind the TV that's hard to get to. Everybody knows that dust that, that just gets there yeah, no matter how much... Shoulder out, you know... You don't want to touch the screen of the TV either because your parents teach you that's bad. You don't want to, you don't want to wipe the screen of the TV. You don't want to unplug those cables. Yes. It's always a pain. You have to reach your hand through those cables, and you don't want to do that. You know, hey, you know who wouldn't be able to get the dust on the backside of the TV? Uh, a T-Rex. Oh, T-Rex would have trouble see, dusting behind the television. Now, that's, that's where the real thought comes from. And now, speaking of that, with that in mind, that itself brings up the question, what exactly happened to the dinosaurs? It's just such a it's a question that many people, many scientists have tried have tried to answer, have tried to pinpoint one specific thing that because people say it could be uh, a meteor that hit the earth. Um, it could be a, a, a volcano, like a volcanic eruption of yeah. the of the whole crust of the earth. A giant earthquake, a giant earthquake. Um, flood, a flood could have occurred. Aliens could have came down and just like like kind of motion for them to get into the to into their vehicle and then they would have mindlessly somehow, wandered in there somehow the dinosaurs understood their motions and yes. climbed into the ufo 
there's so many possibilities here and i really just want to want to see where we stand as a group collectively what we think would be the reason of the extinction of dinosaurs i think i think we're all thinking the same thing i think i think we're all thinking the same thing say it on three okay count three two one aliens aliens. okay so two of us were on the same page well no i said space is space aliens not Space aliens is is almost the same as aliens. Well, I said Maybe a meteor. Some kind of. What's that? I said a meteor. Well, yeah, oh, just, to you said up, just to I clear it you up. Just to clear it up. Both said aliens, and I said space aliens. No, no, just to clear it up. You said space aliens. I said aliens, and then sure. DJ said a meteor. Okay, now, DJ, cool. can you can you kind of just reach into that box that yeah. is this topic, and kind of just take some things out about why you think dinosaurs were destroyed by a meteor. Oh, for sure, Quinn. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Um, I really think that the meteor is the most um, reasonable yeah. explanation because meteors fly around in space all the time. Meteor, and we still don't... We, we have confirmed meteors. And we have confirmed... Well, I say we have confirmed earthquakes and volcanoes, but I think on, only maybe one eruption... Um, of a volcano that could have done that, and then, but you, like I said, you hear about meteors all the time. They're just usually not big enough to wipe out an an entire species. Which of, is good because that I don't feel like that would be the way. No, to go. that would suck. And a lot of and people people sometimes say, oh, the meteor killed the dinosaurs. What actually would have happened? The meteor, and here's me just kind of spitting out some dinosaur knowledge. But the meteor would have hit the Earth. Now the impact could have killed you know a good number of dinosaurs, but the environmental impact of that meteor crashing into the earth would have actually done the dinosaurs in because right. because of the the smoke and the dust and and everything from the impact would have gone up into the earth's atmosphere uh, creating a climate that would be unlivable for dinosaurs and there you know i mean some of the dinosaurs didn't smoke mm. so those dinosaurs lungs would not have been apt to be able to survive in that sort of environment that's, that's true. true second secondhand smoke is a killer be aware of your facts now now, Isaac, you go ahead and describe as to, you know, for someone that's never heard the theory of aliens came down and took all of the dinosaurs with them, could you kind of explain and elaborate and really just dive into that to that idea? Well, you see, you first have to understand that there are many types of aliens, okay? You've just said aliens in general. I've specified, okay, space aliens. Because think about it. If you're living on a planet full of dinosaurs and you live in the ocean, or perhaps you're a mole people and you live underground, You've lived with these dinosaurs for so long, it's like walking outside looking at the pigeons. You okay? You just yes. they're just part of the atmosphere. Well, just imagine how fascinating it would be for dinosaurs to still roam the earth today. Imagine if you're driving to school, driving to work, or driving wherever you're going and you look over in the field and it's like you see a deer, except it's like a you know, a field full of uh stegosaurus stegosaurus or or brontosaurus or tri- triceratops. Or would it be stegosaur stegosaur eye? yes. Uh, I feel like that's kind of an interesting question, but I'll let you get back to the space aliens idea that you had because you're being specific. So space aliens abducted all the dinosaurs. Please go on. Yes, the space aliens mm-hmm. flew in, right, from space, as one can Where else? infer, right. landed in a portion of Africa, dropped wow. off a dude and a chick, took all them dinosaurs and skedaddled, and look at us now. 
So one dude and one chick took all the dinosaurs, huh? No, 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 no. The space aliens dropped the space off. Aliens the dude and traded. Chick. Yeah, they traded. It was a trade. The classic, deal. the classic switcheroo. Oh, I see. And now. so now okay. you look around, you're thinking, oh boy, how did all these humans get here? Well, I'll tell you how. Space, space aliens. aliens. Wow. So what happened was the dude and the chick did not have the no trade clause in contract. That is exactly right. Okay. All right, I understand. That is now. exactly right. Now that is an interesting theory, but let me go ahead and say that I believe. Like I said earlier, uh, the the aliens or space aliens, if you want to be specific, would have dropped down in what looked like a large suburban, and they would have kind of opened the hatch to the back. Is that a Chevy and then, or is that a GMC? Well, of course, there's not brands at that time, but it, it, I'm just saying that it looks like a suburban. Okay, okay, sure. And and like I said, they don't they don't really say anything, but they do motion with their hand in a circular fashion, and the dinosaurs kind of look around. They're like, "This looks like something," and then they they walk up into the back of what the what looks like a suburban, and that's that's what I'm gonna go with. Uh, it is now. It does not seem like it would be possible, but there there are a lot of things that we don't think are possible, and they yeah. do in fact happen. What what dinosaur would you feel comfortable? Writing now, see, that's funny because I knew you're gonna ask that as soon as you said, What dinosaur would you feel comfortable? I knew the next word out of your mouth would be writing, and I've already had in that split second that pause that you took to say the word writing. I already have an answer. Okay, go ahead, please. Go ahead, Terry Dactyl. My gosh, oh my god, you know how much fun that would be! One of the most famous dinosaurs. I would saddle that guy up and ride him for a, at least a quarter mile. Oh, God, yes. And and the funny thing is, the pterodactyl probably wouldn't like you being on the bat, on his back. Of course, he's not used to that added weight, and I'm sure that his uh, his structure, that structurally, he's not uh, designed to carry more weight than just himself. So, it would one, in fact, it'd be a very interesting ride, because he might even be trying to kind of kick you off the whole time. Mm. And, and then the other one being uh, that it's just, you know, a pterodactyl. Like, if you did get to ride on a pterodactyl, that would be a, a, a lifetime of, of storytelling that you could have. And, of course, we don't know if, if anyone rode on a pterodactyl, but we're assuming that no one did. Yeah. I mean, you can only assume. I think for me, it would probably, I, I would say Velociraptor. A fast-paced Oh, man, ride. just get up and go and get out of that T-Rex's hair or feathers. Well, I think that my favorite one would be to, uh, to get on a T-Rex, of course, and... I would have a little saddle up next to, maybe on the top of his head, mm. or right behind his neck. Like Ratatouille. Yes, like Ratatouille. Thank you. I was I was about to say that. Yeah. And after I was finished with the ride, of course, I would slide down the, his tail yeah. like Fred Flintstone. Oh, man. Just perfect. Iconic, and, even. And I think that that is a good place to stop. Oh, do you hear it? I, I think I do hear the, the dinging. Which, which, of course, is a is a not a real dinging. It's a more of a metaphorical dinging, right? Uh, where where we've almost kind of reached that point where we know that that we have so much content that we've put out there, and now we just have to let our study groups, uh, everyone, everyone that's just dying to talk about this. Yeah, because, I know. Because I'm sure there people are are listening to our podcast and wanting to jump into the com- conversation. Right. Right. And what we're doing right now is we're stopping and allowing that to happen. Exactly. So Isaac. I appreciate you being here. Of course, you're all the way from New York, and it's not, and that's just a long distance away from it's where little, we are. And it's, and like it's just fantastic hours. having. Yeah, you. it's always great to be on, even in spite of uh, you know, be it probation or you know, just 
just absence. An absence, yes. Whatever Most of the time the it is. But but today we did have both both people here, mm. and, and it was an interesting... Uh, it was almost like we had a study group. Oh, man. If you think about it, maybe maybe what we just did is, if, if anyone hasn't started a study group, maybe we just had a model yeah, this is if if this if if you like and you're listening and you and you like what we're doing, then this is kind of what you go this, out and do yeah, it. That's what go. we're saying. So dinosaurs, dinosaurs. We tackled that topic. Uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, we we got a little scientific, of course, because of my extended knowledge of dinosaurs. Right. And and I'm and I'm sorry if I kind of you know went off on a tangent at some point, but let me just say I enjoyed every minute of this. I always look forward to this point in the week. And I just really enjoyed talking amongst the three of us. And that'll do it, I think, for, for this episode of AY and 2K. So just let me finish by saying, for all of us here at AY and 2K, my name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And I am Isaac Bear. And you guys take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two, no, zero zero at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered